Today is Thursday, May the 25th, and welcome to the Daily Pause. Taking some time today to engage in prayer and scripture reflection is so very good for our souls. We need a space like this to enjoy some rich interaction with Jesus and receive all the life he has for us today. This week we are exploring the story and implications of the ascension of Jesus and just what that means for our lives today. It's a rich journey. Enjoy. Let's begin. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still. To breathe slowly. And to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me in this time of prayer now. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Jesus, I come to you today counting on your attitude of grace towards me, counting that you understand and care and you empathize with me and that you love me. And I lay at your feet every burden and worry, every sin and shame, and every feeling that I want to cover up. Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Romans chapter 8 If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? 
It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. More than conquerors. I rest in this phrase. There is a Dallas Cowboys poster in our game room featuring the 1978 team calling them the defending world champions. Not that I'm a big sports fan, but I do at least know others have come after them and assumed that title. And from what I know, the big NFL playoff game doesn't include other countries. Every team that wins a championship of any sport is not more than a conqueror. They will eventually lose their position. Followers of Jesus, however, do not. We are victorious and continue to exercise this victory in the here and now, even though Jesus hasn't yet declared the final judgment on all creation. There is no other winner in all creation like this. I get to exercise my victory by realizing that there is not one thing or person that can take away my victory or actually be against me. The realities of the broken world I live in are evidence of the sinful nature of others coming up against my sinful nature, but they're not really fighting against me. They can't. Who I am is not grounded in my sinful nature, but is grounded in my victorious identity as a daughter of the King. So really, nothing can truly be against me. It can feel that way, but my feelings aren't reliable. They, they don't comprise who I am. My feelings are how I interpret my life and the things around me, but they don't get to dictate nor define me. The beautiful gift of God is that when I don't know how to fight against the realities of sin, I have an advocate fighting on my behalf. He has taken his seat on the throne and he is the one who justifies. He is the one who calls the shots, declares me righteous in his eyes and sees not my sinful nature, but only the righteousness of Jesus. I can hear Jesus telling Satan, his lies, and all the dark forces still at work to take a seat because he is in the room. I have no fear of losing this victory. Through Jesus, I am the reigning victor, and that cannot be taken away. Anything suggesting otherwise is a lie, and I refuse to give it my attention. As we return to the passage, Holy Spirit, show me the places in my life that need your victory spoken over them. Reassure me that nothing can separate me from your love. Show me how you are seated at the right hand of God and you are ready to declare victory over every area of my life. Romans chapter 8 
if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, Jesus, you are ascended and exalted to the right hand of God and are worthy to receive all glory and honor and worship and praise. I worship you. My heart echoes the ancient words of St. Paul in Philippians 2. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I stand in awe and bow in worship. Oh Jesus, your ascension means so much for my life. So I now take my place in your ascension and in your throne. In my baptism, you granted me fullness in you and in your authority. So standing in that identity, I now bring the authority, rule, and dominion of the Lord Jesus Christ, the full work of Jesus over my life and every aspect of my living, over all of my kingdom and domain. Reign, Jesus, reign over me.
I also bring the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and the full work of Christ against every work and power of evil that's coming against me, my family, my kingdom, and domain. It may be helpful to name, best you can, what you sense evil, the evil that might be coming against you, like a spirit of deceit or a spirit of condemnation. Just name them. I cut off and rebuke all forces of evil away from me and mine in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your kingdom come, Jesus, throughout my kingdom and domain. Now we turn our hearts outward and join Jesus in his mission by praying for three people by name who we know who need to know Jesus. And we'll do this five times this week. So now just offer their names out loud now. Three people. Let's pray. Oh Jesus, move mightily by your spirit to draw these special people to yourself. Convict them of their need for you. Woo them with your love. Draw them to surrender to your victorious reign over their lives. Oh Jesus, that these special people might experience your reign and rescue from sin and evil. For them you die. For them you rose and now reign. And for them I pray. Come Holy Spirit and fill me afresh. Igniting me passion and zeal for following you today and living out your mission in my world. Amen.